Church Boys. What is that sound I hear? Dost uh. mine ears deceive me? <laughs> Guess this, who's back. This back, for were, back. This for were be the church boy show are you guys both drinking water i feel like it's like two elderly women you just keep drinking water and chris has ice in his like that is the most princess thing i've ever seen you do i've got the covid so i gotta i gotta keep (laughs) gotta keep uh hydrated do you think do you think you have covid no no i don't i think i've had it i think i've had it but Chris's entire town, they like <laughs> lick each other with COVID. They share everything. They're like, it's almost like, and and then like nobody dies, thank God, from COVID. Like nobody gets severely ill from it. Yeah, and Chris weird. is like, which is tougher out here, which I think is sort of like BS. I think it might actually be true because, so you and I were talking about this this morning because there's all this COVID going on. And Glenn, as you know, mm-hmm. I work for the the Blaze, and Glenn said today on the show on the on Glenn his Beck. radio show yeah. that um that he's got COVID again, and he had it he had it a year ago, and he now he's now he's got it again, and he just you know he sounds I think he sounds worse than he feels. I don't know. I haven't talked to him about it, but the way he sounded sure sounded like he sounds worse. His than Instagram he feels. post said it was he felt like it was more mild than it was before. Good, good. so. And you know what's better though than COVID? I'm sorry, not to interrupt this. First of all, we're back since June. We haven't had this show no, since well, June. No, well, we did record at least one other episode that I don't recall. I blocked is, it out. But remember, because we talked it, about our major award. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. Yes. Well, but the only thing that's better than a COVID conversation are Lucas's like home Reno woes. Oh. That there's nothing better than that. That it's, is my favorite thing bad. to talk about. I love it. It's bad. I yeah, just feel so like he update. hires like Anthony Fauci's. I'm sorry, I just have to say it's free. It's just a bunch of Anthony Fauci's to do projects for him. I no, but see, here's what here's what it is. You know what you know what he's gonna claim? He's gonna claim because he's so Christian, right? He goes out and hires people who are hard up, you know. And <laughs> you misspelled gives, cheap. Gives I don't them, know that if it's, it's. I think he's cheap. No, it's like, like that's I, what he's okay, going. So he's going, if, he's going I to think claim. That if I would have hired Doug the Pond guy to do the whole inside of the house, it would have gone better than the experience. Oh, so this had. isn't this isn't the pond stuff. We are moved inside. Oh, so okay. back in this is how long this has gone. So wait, is, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Back is in the July, pond, is the pond done? The pond is done. Okay, but right at the end of the year. A like uh, a heron came in and ate every fish that we had. Oh, <laughs> so, so wonderful! That was the end of the pond season. Is we lost <laughs> that is thirty-four fish to this giant freaking bird in our backyard. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we have now we have now moved in. Um, so in July, we've been in our house for a while since like two thousand thirteen or something like that. So in July, we decided that we were going to start some renovations. We we're going to start with kind of this back little three-season room that we have and then kind of work our way into Wait, the, what's, the what's house. A, what's a three-season room? I've, never, I've not heard this term. Oh, okay. Maybe you don't have those. Well, there. no, I'm a, um, dull, I'm a dullard from East Bum, Washington, as Billy would say. And you just died. We just, you just disappeared. <sighs> Did I get kicked out? Seriously. <laughs> what happened? Did you kick me out, Billy? No, that was weird. Sorry about that, guys. Continue. <laughs> Are we still so okay? So <laughs> yes. So we apologize for our professionalism. <laughs> you were saying something about a thirty-season room that I've never, I've so, never heard yes, of before. A three-season room. So it is a 
there's sometimes like a concrete slab. Ours is actually built up on a deck, so it's a wood base, but it is uh, ours was carpeted previously, and they have like sliding glass doors with screens on, on like three sides, and then the other side is like a sliding door into the house. Okay, so they it's call a, it three it's season an enclosed room. deck, an enclosed deck. Yes, it would be I mean it's a glass enclosed, so it's not just like a screened in porch. It's got glass doors and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. on all the sides. All right. So very some people, royal. yes, royal. it is very Sleeping very royal to have deal. a three yeah. season room. So it is. they're actually like they're very very common here. So everybody has them. So do you um, have a big? Started, do you have a big home? I mean, I, I big is kind of like relative to the area, right? So okay, so is it Joel Osteen big or no, is it no? Okay, no. Right. No, it's it's. I would say that we have a a mid, like like, like, a, uh, like a split level. Are you multiple? Stories? No, so it's a two story. Okay. Yeah, so it's a two story. We're like, I don't know, twenty four hundred square feet. So plus not a hovel. Three season room. Okay, all right. And the basement. So all those right. are like not included in that. So all right. And who lives yeah. in the basement? <laughs> Nobody lives in the oh, basement at the okay. moment. Yes, I I was the doing some work. Fish were there, but weren't the fish were there before the they were fish, eaten? There, the fish were in the basement temporarily <laughs> until you last had winter. them until you had them executed. Yes, until yes, we had them okay. executed by the stork or okay, whatever so, it was. So to your three season room and the construction. So with three season room, we laid down um, some uh, uh, luxury vinyl on the floor. <laughs> Wait, Chrissy bought a like. Okay, I have industrial... to have another. I have to have another explanation. What He's never going to get in through this God's story. name is luxury vinyl. So luxury vinyl is <laughs> like that? I actually sorry I blacked out. <laughs> so it's like the new it's like the new thing. So it's like snap together, um, and it I know is what it like is. yeah it's 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 like your snap together wood floors. Okay, but it's a vinyl okay. and it is like indestructible and so and luxury. you can spill and a lot water on it. In. A lot it's, easier to put in, yes. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it doesn't swell. It doesn't, you know, it, it's totally waterproof, everything else. So we put that back there. Chrissy bought, like, a $350 industrial spray, like, paint sprayer. And I came home one They're day, and something. she's she's got, like, shorts and a tank top on and, like, these goggles. And she is covered head to toe in paint. And she's just in there. She looked like she was on the Ghostbusters, just, like, blasting the walls <laughs> with, like, this thing. Of course, she's doing the work. So Yes, of course, she's right. doing the work. Right. And uh, I was working on the book at the time, my next one. A.K.A. painting your nails. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and so uh, that went fine. So so we hired a contractor to do the floor. And then he did an okay job, it seemed. And so we said, hey, let's move into the house. So we move in the house with him. And he does basically takes down a wall, like opens up the space. And everything's going okay until we start noticing like little things here and there wrong. And, you know, we're going, okay, it's just that we're just starting a punch list of stuff that we need to take care of at the end. This is typical, blah, blah, blah. Until all of a sudden, like, those things started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. He redid the floor in the main space of the house. And, like, two weeks later, it's, like, cracked in all these spots. It's separating. Like, he had tried Whoa. to fix it by taking a heat gun to a part of it and, like, burnt a giant hole in the floor. Mm. All this stuff. So he had rewired a bunch of lights and put in cans in the ceiling and everything else. And we, um, so we wait, find, so he burns the hole in the floor. Did he expect that you weren't going to notice or did he own up to that? Like when he did, he, it? he kind of, I mean, he doesn't, he didn't say he was sorry. He's just like, Oh, sometimes this will work to fix it, but I have another thing I'm going to do. Don't worry about it. You know? So he's just kind of pushing everything downfield. Right, well, that's we had like, we didn't really didn't see the problems in like the living room area until he had started demoing the kitchen and we get in the <laughs> kitchen demo. He's building stuff back he's puts in countertops and this he's is building where it's back there. 
He's building back better. He was yes. He put in Biden's plan, um, and uh, and we were doing a you know kind of a beta test here at the Miles House with Build Back Better, and and come to find out the countertops that he put put in are two inches too short for all the appliances to go underneath them. Like very amateur move. Oh, um, this is my favorite story ever. By the way, continue. Yes. It just gets worse. Go, go so ahead. then I start going. You know what? I need to have somebody come like double check what he's doing. I mean, I know a little bit about construction. Like I'm not Billy level of like incompetent with like tools. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a lumberjack either. You know, so I'm somewhere in between. You don't have yeah. the pink. Keep, keep in you mind, have... you've not never mowed a lawn. Your and your and your wife has been painting everything in your house but while you paint nails. But he has watched a lawn be mowed. <laughs> yes, I have several times. <laughs> so I, uh, our, guest, our guest is on his way, and he's going to be forced to listen to this. He's I actually I see him entering the green room. <laughs> well, he needs to. He needs to hear this. <laughs> so uh, we we get, I I bring over a uh, the one of my former employee. Her dad is um, electrician. So I said, hey, you think he'd mind like coming over and taking a look at stuff? And we called a couple other contractors to like slip in after hours and kind of check on his work and let us know like, hey, how bad are we? And everybody walked in was like, this is terrible. Chrissy actually had one guy walk in, literally didn't say a word and just turned around and walked out. Yikes. And she had to stop him in the front yard. He's like, I've not seen anything that bad in a really long time. Uh. So we had to, long story short, we let this guy go. We lost a whole bunch of money because we're having to redo everything again. He's basically gone dark, stopped responding, everything else. You're not getting and, any money back from him? Well, I probably am not allowed to talk about that okay, at the moment. I got you. I got you. All <laughs> so right, I got you. The, uh, oh, is there going to be a lawsuit? Wait, I'm sorry. Is there going to be a lawsuit? Uh, I'm like not allowed to talk court about even? that at the moment. Oh, uh, my gosh. Okay, well, when you can, yeah. bring it to the show. <laughs> oh, this show is that. always – the show will always know. <laughs> so we – long story short, oh, no. we, uh, we have a new contractor – He's doing a great job, but we are still de- the floors were delayed coming in. Blah 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 blah. This the could elect- happen to a worse person, by the, the way. I have to say, all had to be ripped out, like every single wire. He had used the wrong gauge, so they've oh. had to like tear out every single electrical wire that was put in. Oh, it's been no. quite an ordeal. Can I just but, ask uh, a question before we welcome our guest in here? Because I do want to talk more about this after. Um, should I feel bad about this or should I like what what should my emotion be? Because I can tell you what my actual emotion is. I don't think it's appropriate to what it should be, though. We go back should and forth bad? between laughing and crying. Okay. So it's, okay. you know, somewhere but, in between there. But so yeah, we're, I, so, it's, so next we've made week, some progress. Next week, we need to bring Chrissy on and she can yes, give her, her version love of what's to going. tell you all about because it. Yes. Chrissy's version be. of this is definitely going to be way better than yours. <laughs> it's going to be more, yeah, ex- be it's gonna be more yes. exciting and probably have some choice choice language in it so are we ready to introduce <laughs> yeah. our fabulous guest yeah well Lucas, why don't you do the honors okay just well, we we have honors? we've got a we've got a thing we've got a theme song just a second oh, we do have a thing we gotta play here just a, we gotta play here what's my theme music Every time we bring, well, introduce our guests, and then I can, Go and then introduce I can say how embarrassing you guys are. We have today with us Mr. John Cooper from Skillet. John, welcome back to the Church Boys for like the 500th time, I think now. Yeah. Why, why do you do this to yourself, John? 
<laughs> I don't know, man. Fame and fortune. Mainly because you have such a good theme song for me when that's I right. in there. <laughs> is it the is it the horn that? Oh, you, that's what you liked. It wasn't the horns at the end. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. It made me feel good. So I'm glad to be back with y'all. Happy 2022. Yeah, yeah and it's crazy, into right? It. I mean, we're in a time warp. So it, it's just I feel like it's just uh, it's all been 2020. That's what it feels like to me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Um, but you guys, so Skillet has a lot going on. You've got, and I, we want to talk about other things too, but I really want to talk about the album. You've got a new album coming out. Tell us about that. I do, man. I'm so glad to be here with all of you guys telling you about this record. It comes out in um, less than two weeks, man. January 14. I can't believe it's here. It's always like that, you know. Well, you guys know, like when you write a book, right? Same, same kind of feeling. You make this album, and you're, you're, you're like. It feels like it's never going to come out, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh my gosh, it comes out next week!" And you're, you know, you're, you're and then you're, you're panicked nervous. about it. <laughs> yes. are yeah, you a little, are yeah. you nervous about like how people are going to? Because I mean, I have, I don't know how to do anything with music, but I would imagine it's just like a book. You're like, are people going to hate it? Are they going to love it? Like, what, what's going through your mind? Yeah, yeah, it is a little like that. I mean, these days, of course, uh, people already get like a taste of the music because of the way music's listened to now. So when you you release an album, you release a, a single. So people have an idea of what's happening. And now there's like a, what, th two or three songs, sometimes four songs. So people know, but either way you're nervous because uh, there's always gonna be people that are like, oh, I don't like it as much as that record or that record. Or, or maybe the people like, finally, you made a record I like. <laughs> 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 like you finally did something that's not terrible. You know, uh, it, it's just one of those things that you put your heart and your, your soul into it. But we're excited about the record. And uh, the record's called Dominion, and um, it's just got a, a bunch of topics on it that I feel passionate about, and I know that you guys feel passionate. I know Lucas does. Lucas wrote a book about uh, a lot of the same stuff with that your great book, The Christian Left. Which I haven't I, heard I of this. Wait a minute. What's I haven't this, heard of this, this book? book. He never talks about it or tweets it. I've never. <laughs> this is not a book I'm aware of. When did this happen? <laughs> oh, well, my gosh. The question is this. Is, does your book have a theme song? <laughs> it doesn't have a theme song, but it needs one. It had a trailer. It, it had a trailer it for it. It needs one. Yes. You know, and so there was a nice yeah. little trailer. You know, there we was. probably I guess it did have a trailer. Yeah, Belly, we we would have we would have heard of the book had there been press copies that had been sent out, but. <laughs> I guess we have to buy our own copies. We had to pay full retail. Yeah, I paid full so retail. So that was, yeah, we did pay full retail. Billy's written book. like six books. Guess how many he has this given me terrible. for free. This is terrible. Zippy. I've given you none. I have that paid is full retail for every one of Billy's books. And the word, I have like boxes right. of them too. Anyway. Um, John, tell but, me, I want to hear, I want to hear also, you just did uh, Passion, right? Um, What do you mean? Weren't you down at Passion in the, the Giglio thing? Atlanta? I was not. No. But look but at Lucas making for, things thanks, up. Thanks for asking though. <laughs> it hurt his feelings. I, like, he didn't get invited. I'm very confused, but okay. You should you should be doing anyway, you next year you have to do passion. Um so <laughs> so next, but let, next. Next, I, just, I, I swear like, I swear I saw a clip on TikTok <laughs> or something like that with you like throwing down on the stage no it was him he did a TikTok about how he didn't get invited to passion yeah i was mad i'm, st I'm still mad He's about still it you know about it. I mean, you should be very, very angry um, i'm very texting you because i'm confused uh, well yes, i bet I'm, you somebody like deep faked it 
Like they put you oh. at passion when you weren't there. They took, they like it put you in Sandy Robertson. And you had, yeah, I think that's what it was. Oh my God. Well, um, truthfully, as long as you've got a white guy and you put a black beard on him, it, it could be me. You know, we all kind of look the same uh, because you could be a Robertson. Up, it's true. People come up to me all the time and they, they have this look on their face. It's really funny. They come, they're, they're, they're like, uh, are you? And I, and I had this like inner turmoil because I'm thinking I'm probably not who they think I am, but I do Willie play in a Robertson band. Or... Yeah. I'm like, I play in a, I play in a, in, in a good band. Maybe they've heard a skillet, but I don't know what to say. So usually I'm like, well, I don't know. Who do you think I am? And they usually think I'm a, like an, uh, a baseball player. It'll, it'll be like a famous baseball player or an MMA fighter or it'll be anybody but Skillet. And then I go, no, I'm sorry. And then I go, no, I, I, I play in a band. Really? What band is that? I go, Skillet. And they're like, Skillet. And I'm like, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't ever get, you you don't don't ever get Dusty Hill or Billy Gibbons or anything like that? No, no, not yet. No, but, but usually, usually I'm like, you don't have to pretend that you know me. I was not at Passion. <laughs> have you done Passion in the past? I have never done Passion. That's I, weird. Well, you were just digging this hole deeper and deeper. I'm going to have to email Louis Giglio I was gonna say, and make but what, this an issue. Luke, Lucas doesn't know uh-huh. we're gonna, about the the, feud, the ongoing feud between John and, and Louis. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is going south real fast. This is, this is breaking news. Um, so let's no, talk about really Passion. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, can I, question about the topics because so obviously you have been talking about a lot of things that are really important and you've had some pivots over and by pivot I mean you've kind of gone into new areas talking about these issues that matter to culture and society but is this the first time you've you've approached some of the topics on this album yeah that is the case uh, you know we've never talked about things like um being so anti-establishment. I mean, we've talked about being anti-establishment in a in a uh, against the flesh sort of way, you know, uh, you know, against the powers of the enemy or something like that, and fighting fighting against um, you know sinful desires or this or the other. But it, we we've never had this. Hey, uh, it, it is time to stand up for what you believe in because we've been we've we've been raised in a really wonderful country where it is never cost any of us our lives uh literally to to be a christian no, we have, we don't go to jail for being a christian in this country we we don't get killed for being a christian things like that and so you know we've always sung about those topics just like every preacher in america has always said it's time to stand up for your faith no matter the cost but the costs are kind of becoming a little bit more real i think that's what i'm trying to say and so on this record there is a very overt never bow the knee yes it might cost you something it didn't cost us five years ago. It might cost you your job these days. And that's really scary. People have to put food on the table, right? Yes, it might cost you your social media accounts. It might cost you your, you know, fill in the blank. And so we're seeing about those kind of things, like standing up against these forces, be it cancel culture, um, yada, yada. Uh, and, and, but, but also... But, but also this this like really infringing authoritarianism that you see in our political realm. You know, a lot of people say, why are Christians talking about politics? But th- that's not really about politics. I think that that is a I, I, I think that all politics are religion in the end. It all comes down to 
what is at the very foundation of what you believe about the world, the way that the civil government should be run and this, that, and the other. It's not like it was 10 years ago where we're arguing about tax rates or something, but we are now arguing (laughs) about, can I say this? Yeah. Can I say this thing that I believe and still keep my job? And, and we are coming to a place and I know you guys know it and sure you, you, you've all talked about it at various points, but we are coming to a place where that sort of religious freedom that we've enjoyed it is on the brink. And all we have to do to see how scary that's getting is look up north, look at Canada, look at what's happening there, look at what's happened in Scotland yeah. and places look in the Look at Finland UK. with the, the – have you seen the yeah. Finland thing with the, with the lawmaker – you know who wrote the book um, and on you know same-sex relationships years ago, and now she's up on charges like criminal charges. Oh it's wow! Crazy. No, I've not. But oh. but I've read th- a lot of things like that from other countries as well. Australia. I had not read that one, but it's not really surprising. Now right. America is not there, so I don't want to be hyperbolic. We are right. not there, but it won't take long for us to get there as fast as things are moving if we don't take a stand. And so there's a lot of those topics on this. This is a really ballsy record. Uh, It's got some very like gutsy lyrics and it's quite heavy, but it's also a very, uh, everybody said it's like extremely positive. That's what all the reviews are. It's just like a very positive album is what, what they usually say. That's kind of cool. That's good. That's That's interesting. That's good. John, do you think there's a way, you know, I mean, we're, we're this far as a culture. Do you think there's a way out of this you know it whether we can can we go backwards can we can we you know kind of uh, um repair some of this or is there a way forward to get through some of this into you know something that looks a little bit more uh, maybe like the world we want to live in right <laughs> i know exactly what you mean you know i i maybe i would encourage people my, my thoughts is this i'm always holding on to these two viewpoints you know as as all the theologians say intention uh, you know, you're 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 holding these these. Two, it's like a tug of war, and yep. on one side, <laughs> me just like you guys, I am not afraid because I know that God is in control. Christ is King over over the world. I'm not in any way concerned about that. If it comes down to a place where we are being persecuted for our faith, I'm not afraid of that either. I'm ready to stand up for Jesus, but at the same time, I don't personally believe. Long term, now this probably plays into my eschatology, but I don't personally believe long term that, that that sort of persecution and that sort of the world going worse and worse and worse and worse until we blow ourselves up in nuclear war or something. I don't actually believe personally that that is the destiny of the church. I believe the destiny of the church is to be victorious, is to share this great hope, this great message of Christ that sets people free. And, 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 and I just will mention this, even though there's all these crazy hard things going on in my personal life, in my church life, because I've been, I've been at home at church quite a lot the last two years, man, we are seeing people come to Christ. We're seeing people give up addictions to drugs, uh, pornography, all the stuff that, that you hope to see. We are seeing these great stories. I believe that that message of the gospel is going to ramp up, but to directly answer your question, if I could give any advice or whatever, I would encourage Christians to really rise up and, and, and realize that if we don't get involved in what some people call the political realm, I hate calling it the political realm because it just makes it seem like it's nothing but raw politics. 
I don't believe that's the case. I think if we don't get involved, what you're going to see is you're going to see the hard left just take over all of that ground. It, it's a little bit of this idea that the myth of neutrality, right? That there's this <laughs> area in life that's completely neutral. Don't bring God into it. Don't bring right. atheism. Don't bring nobody bring that into this. That's not actually a possibility. And we're seeing that now because I think as Christians, we sort of just kind of said neutral. We're only going to worry about the, the supernatural or the soteriological. We're not going to worry about what happens on this earth and that, that neutral area. And the hard left is saying, good, because we want that ground. And so they are taking the ground and then by law trying to shut us up in a legal way. So I think Christians right. have to wake up to see what the enemy is doing. There's no such thing as neutrality. And, um, you know, if Christ is king of the world, then he has to be king of law. He has to be king of the civil realm, those kinds of things. That's my little encouragement. I w can, so, can, I, can I add something to that? Because I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, that we have to, we, th those are the things we have to fight for. I, I, I hope that Christians who hear, who hear that message and hear us talk on this show and blather on from time to time, We'll understand that it that it understand that it can't stop with that though. That can't be our number. It has to be something that we do for me. And I've been I've been involved in politics for a long time. I mean, that's one of those things. Like I know where bodies are buried, kind of deal. It's that said, God has really been working on me to make sure my focus on is on building relationships of people who are in my community, kids that I work with, because most of the kids that are in our school here in this small community are unchurched, right? You know, we'll have, we'll have, we'll have uh, 70 kids on a Wednesday night at our junior high and high school events. Right. And out of 70, four are church kids. Right. So I, which well, is amazing by the way. Right. And, so I, that's rare, why I, I feel like what I have to, <laughs> what I have to focus on for me, where I am right now, where God has put me is like, yes, you got to have those fights like you're talking about John, but you better not forget about these people over here because that's how you're going to grow the kingdom. These other things are important things. Making God Lord of the civil realm, I, I get all of that, and I, I applaud that. I support it, right? But I'm going to grow the kingdom by working with these kids and showing them who Jesus is on a one-on-one -on -one basis. My fighting for, for the pro-life cause. My fighting for traditional marriage. My fighting for purity on the public on the public stage in civil in civil actions <clears throat> it's not going to it's not going to win any of these kids hearts to Christ not one of them mm. right and i have to I, I think we all as christians have to be careful that yes we have to have those but don't spend all of your energy on that understand that there's more to it yes. than than just those fights and i think it's really easy has become really easy on the right. I'm as I have been as guilty of it as anybody. It has become really easy for those of us on the on the on the political right to just do what we're doing now, and not you, John, but what we do on this podcast or what we do at the Blaze or whatever else, to just kind of blather on and continue to to scream at each other and have these fights and and forget about you know Josh and Ben and and Emily and Elizabeth and Lily and and Izzy and Katie and all these kids who are on their way to hell because nobody is spending any time with them showing them who Jesus is right. Mm. So I, I hope that we I, we got we got to have a balance. You know, John. One thing that really helped me kind of, uh, and I I don't think I've told you thank you for this yet mm. is 
Um, I was I was working on my house. I was telling them all my construction woes. We've had a terrible renovation. That's yeah, happened. thanks for and thanks so for saving us in from on, that, John. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was uh, I was tagging in on some drywall here at the house, and I turned on your podcast and I caught your episode with uh, Joseph Boot, and yeah. I grabbed his book, The Mission of God, and holy cow! Like, first of all, your conversation with him was was amazing. And we got to plug your podcast as well, because, you know, I mean, the Church Boys isn't the only Christian podcast in the world. Cooper stuff is is fabulous. And and definitely, if, right. if you haven't checked that out, listeners, the, make sure to do that. The Church is Boys a is, a, is an award-winning podcast, unlike <laughs> we We Cooper did stuff. win an award. We did an award over Cooper, here we did. We, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, Lucas has the but award. Lucas, of course, ran, you sprinted Lucas up to the stage and the grabbed the award. award. I was with yeah. him. We accepted it together. And Lucas swept away with it. I knew who they were for. He stuck I in understood this the assignment. Jetted out of there. So, but yeah, that that um, you just did such a great. I mean, I hadn't heard of him before, and you're kind of working like just going through that. And you know, I heard I've heard you talk about you know his book a couple times as well, and 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 you know, like even some of this stuff that you're you know referencing, like the Christus Victor, you know, uh, um, you know, aspect to you know that that. Uh, you know, Christ is our, he is, he, he ransomed, he ransomed us. He vanquished the enemy. He is, you know, he's redeeming us. And it's so easy in these moments of, of darkness. And obviously the world's had plenty of those to, to lose sight of some of that. And, and to really see that, you know, God wants to invade every single corner of this earth, you know, and really make it his, including, you know, Sally and Susie and Izzy and all the kids that, you know, that, that yeah. Chris mentioned earlier. And that yeah, all that of that list is of names. I was like, are these yeah. real kids? Like, are you pulling these? <laughs> these are names. That, it's I'm, true, though. I'm, I was just remembering faces that I saw just, you know, 24 hours ago and sitting in my house, you know, so. Yeah. Well, yeah, and so, I was going to say one thing, one thing about you, John, I know we're like all talking and you're just like, please shut up and let me talk. But I have to say <laughs> you, you have um, really done a good job of having a balance that you know, the way you, you're talking about really hard issues and you're doing it in a way that doesn't make people cringe or not want to listen to you, right? Like the people who don't agree with you, there's not much they can say about you outside of I don't agree because you've done it in that way of showing love, right? Exactly. You know, you, you're still, do, you're not doing it in this nasty, abrasive way. And that that's really needed in all of this. And I think it's a balance that Chris was talking about too. I'll be quiet now. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that's really nice. I don't know if everyone would, would would agree with that because I definitely have some people that are like the way you say stuff just makes me so mad. <laughs> uh, but but I I do appreciate that. Well, I mean I I really like I actually really love um, what Chris you said a second ago in that um, I, I maybe I'll say something negative about my own people for a second. So my own team. Uh, and I would never, ever, as I've said, I think on Billy's show once, I would never fight with people about eschatology, not in a million years. We have really important things to argue about. That's not one of them. But I'll talk about my own group, which is the post-millennial crowd, okay? One of the things that I think there, that can happen in post-millennialism is, is, is a belief that the world is going to get so great because of Christians and it's going to be so wonderful that all of a sudden we can tend to focus on like whether like we're talking about politics or whether you're talking about outcomes or this or the other. In other words, in other words, what I'm saying is this, there are in the social justice movement, the, the, the side of it that I'm not nuts about. Okay. In Christianity, in that movement, a lot of those people are post-millennial and their argument is, 
The kingdom is supposed to change the world. Therefore, what matters is marching with BLM. Therefore, what matters is create, you know, fixing all these institutions. And I find myself going, no, no, no. What matters is the gospel. It's not about all that whatever, even though I agree with you in terms of the eschatology. But I, I think that what happens for all of us, and this is why I say I like what, what you were saying a second ago, Chris, is that in the end, it has to be about people having a relationship with Jesus Christ. It has to happen through the Holy Spirit doing a work in someone's heart that literally takes away that heart of stone and and gives them a brand new heart of flesh filled with the Spirit, yeah. right? A change, a brand new nature. That's what we are really focused on. And so I, what I try to do, if I can, is say, yeah, I do think we should care about the politics and whatever that stuff, but that stuff is a fruit. Right. It is a fruit of what God has done in our hearts. That is a fruit of loving people. And I think it's worth fighting for so that we have the freedom to go and work with Izzy and all that list of names that you just said that I can't remember. <laughs> Izzy was the one I remember because I remember thinking, oh, I wish I had a cool name like Izzy. That's my, you know, my that's um, actually my daughter's name. I was going to say that's okay. his daughter's name. So he totally like, <laughs> look at well, There you go. Well, I didn't we, know we that. Do uh, especially pray for Izzy, man. It's all man. <laughs> Yeah, he's, but, Izzy, you know, if I recall, heading to hell was the terminology you used. And I know you were just using the name. I was like, Izzy? Izzy's a good kid. She's not listening to this anyway. No. She, didn't care she thinks about her dad's this, an idiot. Anyway. No, no. But, but I do think that's an important point, though, because we are, we are speaking so that we can still retain that right to have those meetings yeah. and still talk to our young people about sexuality and pornography and working hard. I mean, that's one of the things I, because I, I work with my um, adult, my young adult group at, at church and I, I was laughing at them. I was like, okay, everybody name some Bible verses about how God cares for the poor and the oppressed. And everybody can name verses. And I'm like, all right, now I want you to name a verse of why God um, hates lazy people. <laughs> and nobody can think of any verses. And I look at it, there's like 240 verses about how God hates laziness and God will not, you know, bless people that refuse to work. And if you don't work, you don't deserve to eat and all sorts of stuff. And mm. well, we're still fighting in that civil realm so that we, we have this uh, more freedom and more access to preach this great news to these young people. So yeah. I really love what you said there. And I think holding those things in tension is, is important. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't blow too much smoke no, at him. No, he doesn't don't. need his head any yeah, bigger, no. John. But no, it's true. All that all that is all that is very true. And you know, as always, um, John, I promised you it'll be it would be fifteen minutes, and I've kept you for thirty minutes or so. I don't even know. I've kept you for a while. We, um, we do want to show you though the Church Boys Award right we here. We did win. So we did win an award. Look at that. Look at that. Co-hosted well, podcast Lucas, show. Lucas so. won the award apparently because none of us had actually been able to. <laughs> yeah, never even, I think I, never I even seen it. it for a moment, and then it you was. You know taken what you got to do, me. Lucas. Uh, the next time you write a book, Lucas, what you need to do is send out a pre-order copy to your podcast mates here, along yes. with that trophy. You got You got to send the trophy out oh. with the, the with the the, the pre-version. So and a book of matches. And a book of matches. A bone here. Well, I apparently, like I from like what it. I that from what I was told, this award was going to be passed back to me at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention. That is what I've been told, Lucas. That you're going to bring it back. Yes, yeah, I'm going so, to, well, I'm going to bring it with me and and okay. and bless you yeah. with it. 
Yeah, right, we'll see. Just, um, just carry it around and hold it up <laughs> everywhere you go. So I have to ask. Yeah, that, you that would mean wait. That would mean we have to put. Like, that would mean we have to put Lucas down in order to do that. Yeah. Well, stop carrying him. If people want to get the album, I have to. I have to ask you this: If people want to get the album, they want to pre-order it because it comes out in two weeks. Where do they do? I mean, this is a stupid question. I feel like people know, but like, where do you want to point people to for that? Well, I no, I appreciate you bringing it back to my to, to the album. Uh, can I say one thing? It is so important, yeah. and this is completely self-serving, and I know that it is. Um, but I'm saying it anyway because I I believe it, whether I have a new record coming out or not. I believe it is. It's a very important time to be supporting Christian causes, and yeah. that's something five years ago I never would have said in a million years because it sounds so self-serving and it just sounds cheesy, like like everybody go my go buy my pillow or something. Right. <laughs> anyway, it just it, it's got this thing to it that I hate saying, but it really is true. Now, and I will say that the left, um, wh whether you're talking about the extreme atheistic left, whatever. They have done a great job of of supporting financially businesses and causes and things that they are in line with, which is how they've managed to take over every institution in America. Christians, I think we've had this sort of mentality. I know I have of it's free market, it's capitalism. You put a great product out there and you let it do it. I wish we were in those times, but I just want to say I personally have changed the way I do things. The music that I listen to. I found myself listening to more Christian music and supporting things um, because of the times we're in. So do me a favor, everybody listening. You don't have to buy the Skillet record. Just go give it a listen. You can listen on YouTube for free or iTunes or, or wherever it is that you listen to music. Listen to a song for free. If you like it, do me a favor and listen to it. Tell, somebody, tell a friend about it because we have to get the word out. If you do want to pre-order the record, which I would love, Go to skillet.com. We have all sorts of pre-order packages on there where you can get signed posters or T-shirts and yada, yada. You can do that on skillet.com or you can like pre-save it. You know, you can pre-save on iTunes and things like that. Or just go, go stream it on Spotify if you like it. Please tell somebody about it. We're going to get this album out. out it, this album rocks. It's a great album for if, if you're somebody that goes to the gym. If you like to go to the gym and you're looking for a good record to pump you up, you this go. is the one, man. So I go. I, there was a joke in there about Billy, but I didn't take it. So, I'm yeah. looking at the Peloton. I've got my Peloton. It's right covered next. in laundry. Even... You've worked out more than me, and like, and... yeah, I just like to eat. So like, I mean, whatever. Yeah, but probably the last three months. I have the last three. I like so, yeah, eat it no, all back good. within an hour. So, so uh, I've I've really lately gotten into vinyl. Like I've got a whole ton of old vinyl. Do you guys put any of your stuff out on vinyl? Yeah, yeah, I love vinyl as well. Just it's so nostalgic, isn't it? Yeah. It's just got like that that Chris distorted sound. Oh, it's so good. Well, and but it's, yeah, and we if you do think, have several you, of our records on vinyl. Yeah, and if you think about it though, like the old stuff, like the original, like I've got old like ACDC and old like uh, Led Zeppelin albums on vinyl, and that's those those the the fun thing about that is that it's you're listening to how it was meant to be listened to, right? The way that they set up their studio then was to put it on vinyl right so right. they had that tuned and all the sound was designed to maximize the sound coming out of a record versus this a compressed format that you're going to get digitally so anyway. you're just yeah, old i mean i can i can't can with you chris it's very old i mean man. i didn't realize that you were listening to um <laughs> satanic music but i don't listen to it backwards 
if that's what you're into on this podcast, I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. Um, yeah. Cooper, um, if you ever need help or a co-host, just let me know. I've been looking for a way out for a while. So, you know. John, John Cooper, uh, you are going to have to come back every yes, once please. in a while. I know you got a lot going on, but you cannot. you got to come back, like, soon, sometime soon, when you've recovered from well, this. Thanks. Hey, are we, we going to see you? What's that? NRB? Uh, I are you going yes. to the National Religious Broadcaster? I am. I saw, that I I did saw your see. face on the picture, and uh, that oh, is, no. I, I was not at Passion, oh, but no. I am going to be NRB, and I saw that our pictures are next to each other. Oh, I was like, no. yeah, I was going to say, look at how he think... doesn't know that he's okay, on so, his panel. Okay, so, okay, here's, now here's, here's what just happened, John. Here's what just happened. You spent enough time with Lucas, you figured this out. None of us knew that Lucas was featured on the poster. None of us did. And now he just revealed this to the world. Well, I did. I he did got know you, because he I got saw you to it reveal it. My eyes. No, I did, knew. I saw it. He got you well, to reveal it to the world. I'm on, I I'm on like that... another panel that I'm moderating a different panel that is like not. It's it's exciting. I know it's Billy's not. Billy's not on the poster because it has to have. NRB is still. Poster. I think they're still confirming some people. So I didn't want to like say something definitive. Well, I said it. It wasn't you know. You just wanted John to negotiate it or something. You wanted John. To point out For, that to you clear were on up the, the passion thing, somebody had shared a video of you because passion was this week. They shared a video of you on TikTok from another show, and they hashtagged it passion to try to get more views, playing off of like a trending hashtag that was happening. Smart. That's what was confused. So I just found it. So uh, I, I under I understand. So yeah, apologize for the uh, not looking into that further. So, but it was a great maybe, talk when I heard it. So yeah, yeah. Maybe what they meant was I was just passionate. Maybe that's what they meant. That, that might have been. Yes, that might have been. Well, I'm sure. I'm uh, sure. Well, we're going to have to be on stage with you at NRB. We're going to have to hang out, John Cooper, at NRB, all of us, because everybody oh, well, just refuses it. to go, but the rest when of us is will it? be there. When is it? I don't know. March it's, something it's, or other. Uh, it's March 8th through the 11th. We don't need to drag John yeah, in Nashville. This. All right. All right. Well, John, as always. John, thank you so always. much for being on. We really appreciate we're it. We're going to let him go, and then we're going to talk about him. Great yeah. to see all of you guys. Have a great one, man. All right, we'll see you, John. We'll Thank see you. Ya. Thanks. Bye. Oh man, that was really fun. That and was great. Poor, poor John getting sucked <laughs> back into this show. No, but I'm excited for the album. I actually just got um, like an early copy of it. Of course so you did. See, this, this is what you do. You just say, "Oh, and I happen to get an early copy of it." Oh, and John, aren't you going to be at NR and the well, Natural Religious Broadcaster all, I thing? Think Lucas, yes. In Lucas fact, I think trying... I saw you on the poster. Next I love to me. the channel. Don't get me does, wrong. He, does, but, he got more my trophy panel. for a minute. <laughs> you guys, he's holding our award again. Um, <laughs> Lucas, Lucas has the more exciting panel. I have an exciting panel, but I think yours is way more exciting. I love mine, okay. but yours is well, like. Well, I'm on it. So therefore, it is more exciting. <laughs> so what's the yeah. what are the default. what are the ladies? What's the what are the panels? I, I am mean, doing a I, panel on um, exterior decorating. <laughs> What is the topic? It's on. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm trying to, to build the exact pond topic. Lucas smiles. Mine is Christian worldview. Like mine you know, is something to do yeah. with. Mine is about like uh, um, basically like navigating a hostile culture. You got a bunch. So you got a bunch of um, interesting and, people. All right. So yeah, we, uh, I think Ali Beth Stuckey. Um, that riveting. Uh, Doctor Owen uh, Owen Strand. Um. And there's a couple others I don't remember. So I know Allie, and I know John. Who's who's Owen Strand? So it looks like Strachan. 
Um, it's S-T-R-A-C-H-A-N. And he is a uh, theology professor in, I think, Missouri. Um, right. But yeah, really, he wrote a book called uh, Christianity and Wokeness, uh, which was a big top, big book this last not, year. Not as uh, big as... Vodia. Not as big as the Christian left, surely. I mean... I mean, I mean, actually, I can't his, wait his for Lucas to like mine, so. have a conversion <laughs> of some sort, um, a conversion and like write the Christian right because you know it's coming. Um, <laughs> and then it'll be the, you know, that was, the Christian in between. Be about you. That was Tucker Carlson. <laughs> Tucker Carlson. I met with Tucker Carlson before I started working for the Blaze. I was working at um, at Town Hall. Excuse me. And it's just when Glenn was getting big. Glenn was, and I don't mean like gaining weight big but like getting gaining steam on um on so fox dumb. on fox news right so i'm working at town hall tucker calls me kind of for for an interview and he goes and we just had, we had a great time he's super nice we had a great discussion and his prediction was and thankfully it didn't come true is that he says i my prediction is in i think he said five years that glenn beck's going to be on the left not on the right and so i'm hoping that that happens to lucas not like like he um, oh, not that he moves to the left, but then he suddenly does a book about how terrible the Christian right is, and then we're just in this conundrum. And we don't know what to do. I found emails the other night from 2011 corresponding with Tucker about articles when I was writing for yeah. Daily Caller. I don't even remember well, how. I long forgot I you did. I don't have a Tucker funny. story other than he didn't have me on my show uh, for my book, The Christian Left. <laughs> so that's my only Tucker story. So, so we have. So I think he's a jerk. <laughs> We have about six minutes left in the show today. Well, let's start. Let's start the I... show and then we'll close. <laughs> we never the show. Uh, yeah, I think we have to play this song. We, got, we, got, we have to. We right have to play the opening. All right, let's play the opening. Here we go. Go for it, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. From the sublime to the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. Billy Hollowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field. Bad guy in little gold. Let me tell you why I suck. Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw, I've interrupted happy time. The Church Boys. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys. All right. I so mean, now we can really? start the show. This is like the I love I that have the open this. is going at the close. What's what? I I've missed this. I missed getting to hear it. I mean, I tried to get you guys to record for eons and nobody would. It was Yes, oh, you were I'm busy. You were busy being Oh, No, I'm, you were busy being unsuccessful. Lucas and I were going around doing our thing and being successful. Yeah, Lucas with yes. his book and television. I did. Appearance yeah, I, I wasn't going to bore Cooper with this right now, but I did finish a new book. So that's uh I can't tell the title yet, but it's yeah, I'm sure you'll hear all about it this next year. Um, I'm sure and, we will. Um, good. Yes. I'm so sure that's that's in the works. <laughs> I have no definitive current plans of writing a book, and and I know, I mean, Chris doesn't either. So we're we're the losers now here. Uh, not that writing well, a book makes you a winner. If anything, it might make you a loser. I don't no. know. And I'm just saying that because Lucas wrote another one. Um, but but it is. Listen, it's an accomplishment. So congratulations. It is hard to write a book. I will give it to you and say good work. It is hard good to crack work. that whip and get Chrissy to keep writing hey. that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, it really is. So, really I, is. okay, serious question: How much, um, how much do you ping things off of her when you're writing? Does she kind of a sounding board for you, or do you, do you have a muse uh, of any kind? Well, I would say that each book it has been a little bit less than 
you know, like, so my first book, Good God, it was, it was a ton, you know, and I mean, we, she really, you know, kind of worked through a lot of that. And I mean, just even my writing has improved over the last, you know, five or six years, sure. you know, from a, from a technical standpoint, you know, to be able to kind of do what I do. Um, this last one, I mean, really both the last two, it is a lot of like, Hey, here's this thing, this concept. And so she listens and, you know, ask questions and, and that sort of stuff. I mean, it wasn't like strategic, like sit down, but you know, it's, it's in my head. And so I'm taking a break and going, okay, here's what I'm doing. And here's where I'm connecting this and everything else. And so, you know, she does a great job of kind of listening and allow me to kind of, you know, rant and bounce those ideas off. And, and, um, you know, the couple of times I get stuck and go, okay, I'm trying to connect this to this and, you know, and be able to talk through that. Good. And Andrew, does Andrea help you at all, Billy? Um, my wife has never to date read one of my books. I can tell you that definitively. This is like an ongoing joke in our family. Have you forced she, is it because you made her buy them? No, I've not made her buy them. I have not. I mean, I don't, I can't remember the last time anybody in our house has actually been able to read a book, um, because yeah, of just chaos of life. But she has read a chapter of one book that is as far as it goes, maybe two chapters. So we're very that part of that part of life is very disconnected. It's interesting, which I actually prefer probably. She's um, actually spent a lot more, of ways. She spent more time reading your books than she has listening to this podcast. I can guarantee that. That's, every once in a while, she'll listen to this. She'll she'll catch a segment and she'll be laughing every once in a while. My wife refuses. Um, I'll tell you, you got to listen. You got to listen to this one. Other times, I'm like, don't listen to that episode um, because we said something about you. But um, but yeah, no. I honestly, I'm happy. Are we back now? Is this is this the new season? Are I we think here? So I I, I think we're back. I think we are. I'm excited. We just all had time, a just in time to crazy... qualify for another award. I mean, it is actually it is time. Time there is another award, award show. <laughs> I mean, I so. Lucas beat me first of all. Remember, Lucas beat me in the other category. Oh, let me get you that mean, one. You mean up, on. he beat you up yeah. to the stage, or you mean like he? No, no, he, he won. He won, you. and okay. I was, and I actually got up and clapped. He would have done the same thing for me. Got up and clapped. And then he took both awards up. So like the one slice of victory I had that I was sure. No, I told him the best to take part is, home. yeah, that was the, the story where I almost wasn't able to go to the award banquet. And I was right. going to have Billy and I was like, hey, if I win something, can you? And he was going to have to go accept the award that he just that was, lost. That was my favorite part. I was so yes, open. That would have been great. <clears throat> that would have been great. And, you know, I would have loved every minute uh, of it, but so, it would have yes. been. Um, and so, by the way, we have to give a little plug. Lucas and I also um, are going to be hosting oh, yeah. a mini series podcast about a show on PureFlix. What? So, can you say what show it is? Can you say what show it is? That long ago with another show. What? Can you say what show it is you're talking about? I mean, you're doing a podcast I I, about a TV show. So we do. We did an after show for Vindication. For Pure Flix, Lucas and I, and it was every episode we did, we did like a recap. Okay, and you can find it over on the Pure Flix podcast. It was it was fun, and now we're doing it again. We like analyze the characters, the storylines, and we're just we're dumb. I mean, it's fun, right? It's good. So it's kind of like new show. It's kind of like Sidles Thunder. It's kind of like Redemption. It's kind of like Sidles uh, Bachelorette podcast that he had. Are you talking? Is that what that was a crisis? But it was <laughs> yes. Um, that that is was such a great memory. <laughs> Remember our nickname? I don't know what that is. Do you remember our, do you remember our nickname for that? Do you remember our nickname? I for do. That? I, I didn't want to say it. I had some straight. I did not say it. I did not say it. Um, so, so we are back. We're back every every week, mostly. I think so. People and nobody knew that we were doing this. This is actually going to be. I think <laughs> you, like tens of no, people are going to be excited. Nobody knew we were gone. Is that nobody knew we were gone? 
So we were still. I want to just say <laughs> not to we brag. Were, we were a hundred. We yeah. were back to like we were in the top one hundred forever, yeah. and we were at a hundred and six the other day in commentary, know, and we haven't had an episode since June. It's, 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 there we go. When you're this good, no, it's like it just, watch, no, it's, it's like expected. Wa- it's like watching a building on fire. That's why. <laughs> well, you get listens. Well, this has been fun. I'm gonna go to bed because I've actually got to record more stuff with Lucas tomorrow potentially. So, oh I yes, love, I love that you yes, bring this yes, up and do. then don't even assume that, it, that maybe it hurts my feelings that you didn't even ask if I wanted to be well, part of this. Yeah. Did you hear the story when Chris and I talked? Like over our hiatus, like no. the, we talked one time <laughs> since we haven't done the recording of Church Boys, and he butt dialed me. Butt dial. It's a big butt. And I answer like the huge. phone. I'm like, oh, Chris is call- like Chris is calling me. Like this is this is a nice surprise, you know. And so I'm like, hello, and he's like, hello. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I butt dialed you. And he's like, getting you. ready to hang out, but I'm like, how about like. I haven't talked to you in three months. Like, how are you? Like, how's your life? How's the family? You know, this is the worst. I did feel horrible about that. Oh, and 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 Billy knows this. Billy is here's the crazy thing. Billy knows this about me, but I am a terrible friend. As in, I don't talk to anybody because I pretty much. Well, I don't. I'm just a bad friend, right? Billy and I talk frequently. You don't like people. I understand. Right, exactly. Chris has called me a total of one time in about ten years. Well, it's because and you're it's an old gossip. I've... You're yeah. an old gossip queen, so I know that my phone is going to ring. Yeah. I don't have to call. Yeah, and you. I call him at like five a.m. his time, and I'm Which like, I know fine. you're awake. Oh man! Oh, sometimes I'm whispering because I'm like, I don't want to. Well, wake my kids up. this. So, so next week, I I love having. <laughs> I love when we have guests on. I think we need to have a Karen session where it's just us soon. But I, I think we're going to bring some more guests on the show. I'm excited. I, I have nothing else to tease like outside of expect more antics from you. Supposed to be, do you suppose John would get Mrs. Cooper on the show? Does she that do? Inter- does she do interviews? <clears throat> where she like? I've not seen her. And do I, interviews. I mean, I'm I'd sure love to talk to her just generally, but get like get the load on on him. Just like okay, share some dirt on John. Right. Ooh, that would be good. Right. Around their album release to sort of spark Ooh, more interest. That'd be we great. could sell it that way. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have a feeling it's gonna be a big fat no, but it's probably not gonna happen. <laughs> probably. That's yeah. Yeah, probably. John's probably but maybe like, if it's more than five I've people tweet about it. <laughs> so, John's like, um, yeah, no. <laughs> okay, so here's something I want to do because okay. if anybody's made it through the almost hour long disaster that this has been, outside of when John was here, that was great. What do you want to hear? What do you guys want to hear? Who do you want us to have on? Like, start telling us who you want to be on the show. I think I think we should do that. We should ask people. And which one? Which one of us do you want fired? If you could pick, we should do a poll. <laughs> if we could fire one of us, I think it's going to be me. But who would you fire? And let us know. So those are two things. Who do you want on the show? Who do you want to can? We're not going to fire anybody, but we're just curious who you hate the most. Well, uh, can we take a vote? Like here. Like the three okay, of us yeah. vote. Who would we fire? Go <laughs> who, ahead. Who Everybody vote. All right. Who would fire Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> who would it's fire Chris? For Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> who would fire Billy? <laughs> okay. Billy's out. That's the, okay. So Billy's off the show. I love. First of all, Chris voted for everybody, and then Lucas voted for Billy. So because you couldn't see their hands. I would um, Chris from the soundboard? I think. <laughs> Oh gosh, <laughs> Chris! Chris is a good editor. The soundboard. I mean, every once in a while, there's some really good stuff coming out of the soundboard. So I feel like Billy didn't give you enough time to do something like fresh for us today. What's that? Say that again. You, you, oh, you got the Cooper shirt. 
feel like Billy didn't give you enough time for like, like, hey, here's this great new sound thing that you just mixed together. No, I didn't. So I'm expecting, I, I'm expecting something next well, week. We'll see. <laughs> see what You're we so can needy. All right. Well, you are, you this are has very been needy. fun. All right. <clears throat> so I guess as much as a, so I guess as much as hey, an I used to go polish my awards, guys. So uh, I'll be. Uh, well, tell, I'll tell, talk to you guys later. Tell, I have to go get a colonoscopy. Goodbye. Tell, tell Chrissy we're we're praying for her with all of her construction woes. So <laughs> my, maybe I'll give you a video tour next week. Cracking everywhere. The floor is just cracking. <laughs> well, that's a weight issue for you, Billy. Come on, seriously. Shut <laughs> 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 up. So stupid. I'm looking at Kirby from Kirby's Dreamland over here talking about my fat. The Church Boys. In his, shall we say, weight group, had what is morbidly obese, they say. Kick their balls, but you can't touch them. How about new? No?